sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin. How long do we have? Seven days. So we just got the release of Marvel's Eternals and I hate to say but it was quite a bit underwhelming. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brandon and this is Film Flare, where we discuss anything and everything that makes film and television great. So be sure to subscribe and let's talk about a great film. This is what the end of the world looks like. At least we have front row seats. Now this film finally introduces the Eternals, ancient aliens sent to Earth by Celestials thousands of years ago to protect us from the Deviants, monsters from the unknown that prey on humans. We're Eternals. We came here to protect humans from the Deviants. Now before this movie even premiered, it was already getting absolutely shredded by the critics with some of the worst ratings in the MCU. Actually the worst ratings in the MCU. And while I did still have hopes that this movie wouldn't be as bad as they had said, it just unfortunately couldn't live up to expectations. The action was your basic Marvel blockbuster CGI. It wasn't bad, but I think we've just seen way too much of their brand of action for any of it to really be all that exciting anymore. But story-wise, the plot itself wasn't actually that bad. I like the setup of the characters and the conflict along with the questions that get raised throughout the story. And the twists were actually really interesting. There were also a lot of great actors playing these interesting characters. Outside of the Avenger films, this had the most stacked roster for a standalone Marvel movie at the time of its announcement with a cast big enough to rival even some of the earlier ensemble films. But I think that ended up being one of the biggest downfalls of this story. I thought everyone had their own unique and interesting stories, but there were just way too many characters and thousands of years of history between them all to properly serve as every single one of them. And with the focus being on only a couple of these characters, a handful of them were just left with not much to do. I mean, we had Angelina Jolie who only ended up having about two scenes of substance, with Brian Tyree Henry having only about one and a half. Then there was Kamal Nanjiani who was used as little more than just comic relief. Thor used to follow me around when he was a little kid. Now he's a famous Avenger and won't return my calls. <laughs> with Selma Hayek basically doing nothing and Kit Harington being completely ignored. But a highlight for me was hearing the words I love you Cersei come out of Jon Snow's mouth. And there were a ton of easter eggs for real world histories and stories that were cool if you were able to notice them. But getting back to the characters who actually had a prominent role in the story, some of their decisions were just questionable. Or at least they felt that way because the audience never really got enough time with them to understand their side of things and where they were coming from and the exposition we got to explain it just wasn't enough. Another issue I personally had watching this movie was just the scale of it all. Most stories revolve around dilemmas that are personal to the characters and relatable to the audience. In the MCU, at least as relatable as superpowers and aliens can be. But this story was about immortal beings rebelling against gods who literally create universes. 
small G. The stakes just could never feel real, even to the everyday person in the MCU. And the whole thing just ended up feeling inconsequential, especially because we already know that the threat to humanity is never going to play out. That's just the pitfalls of already having another dozen movies in development. But at the end of this movie, we are left with some interesting ramifications for the rest of the MCU moving forward. It just feels like this movie would have been a whole lot more awe-inspiring if we hadn't already had over two dozen films with about a dozen world-ending near misses and another half-dozen universe-ending ones. Everything that should be novel about this movie has just already been done before. Especially with Guardians of the Galaxy already having touched on Celestials in a couple of their movies. Small G. I think those movies are the most comparable to this one. And while Guardians was also a story about outlandish and borderline unbelievable characters fighting unrelatable battles for us mere humans on Earth, it made up for that by just being ridiculously fun. On the other hand, Eternals was just far too serious for us to enjoy the spectacles whenever they did show up. It wasn't an utterly terrible movie, and I definitely don't think it deserves the honor of being the worst film in the MCU. But there really is nothing special about it or anything that really makes it stand out. I do think that there were the makings for a great story buried in this movie, but at this point, nearly 15 years into the MCU, it just doesn't hit the way that it should've. But what do you think about the Eternals entrance in the MCU? It's available now in theaters and coming soon to Disney+. But before you go and watch that, please be sure to give this video a like and subscribe if you haven't yet if you like reviews like this. We've got new content coming out every week. But until next time, have a great day and don't forget to watch a great film. Bye. We have loved these people since the day we arrived. When you love something, you protect it.